Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome back to the latest episode of That Time I Started a Podcast to Read Trash Manga with My Friends. And actually, most of them were trash, but some of them weren't. AKA, I've been reading Trash Manga for 300 years and maxed out my level. AKA, the Trash Manga Friends Podcast. Yes, indeed, we're back again. Episode 11, it's Snake Eyes. And as always, I am joined by the ever-amazing Mike and Phil. How have you both been? Oh, you think you think I'm amazing? Yeah. Oh, well. I'd... The better question is, he thinks I'm amazing despite all the stuff I make him read. <laughs> oh, just... you, you get you get one off this time because it wasn't you who chose the series. <laughs> it wasn't. What, does everybody get one? <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. Like, has it ever been good since last episode recorded? Good times? Bad times? I mean, yeah, I've, uh, I've basically been asleep. It's been pretty great. Oh, I wish I'd basically been asleep. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, I'm be. in this weird between portion of my life where I'm done with university work for the year, but haven't started the next year's yet. So I'm just like, I need something to do. And then I don't. And it's great. And then you have to read for this and you're like, I don't need stuff to do. Please make it go away. <laughs> oh, no, I am too busy today. Ah. Oh, dear. Yeah, I, I, boy, did I give them something to do. Oh, we'll get to that in a yeah. moment. But I will say, as I discovered since the last episode we recorded, so way back in episode six when we covered solo leveling, uh, I believe Phil came to the conclusion that, sure, if it ever gets a physical release, I'll buy that, but not I'm not going to pay like tappy, tappy bucks or whatever to unlock it online. Yeah, I'm not using their shitty intermediary. <laughs> well, as it turned out, good news, because Yenfest had announced around that time that they were licensing and bringing physical versions of solo leveling web novel and the webtoon over here and uh i believe you've already bought in haven't you phil yeah i pre-ordered it you know i'm starting to think we have supernatural powers because every time every yeah. time we we talk about something on this show it gets licensed so the, the, freak, the freakiest one for me is still miruka like literally <laughs> yeah. 30 minutes after we finished recording that and like, oh that. yeah you know we'll let you know if it's ever licensed like, 30 minutes after we record it was like bam licensed it's like Oh. So I'm I'm just saying, uh, manga artists, publishers, whatever, etc. Just hook us up. We can we can apparently get you published. Yeah, so well, that's, yeah. Oh, good things story. happen when we talk about you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't possibly know how. <laughs> Though speaking of pre-orders, I have another admission to make. No, no. Oh. Uh, at the end of our last episode, which was mm-hmm. Tony Kaku Kawaii, I believe. Yes. I believe that Oh, right, yeah. Episode. Yep, that one. Yep, Fly okay. Me to the yep, Moon yep. was last time. Fly, yep. Fly Me to the Moon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ended up pre-ordering that as well. Even though I think in that episode I was like, eh, probably not. I I didn't. I, I know you didn't. <laughs> I was not expecting you to. <laughs> I've pre-ordered it, but uh, I got a lovely email from Amazon telling me I ain't getting it for a month after it comes out. So apparently yeah. it's a hot ticket item. Who knew? Yeah, yeah uh, who... I think I mentioned to you as well, Sean. I got that same email, except mine's arriving a week later than yours. Yeah. Damn. Everyone wants to read this series. Except Why? Mike. Because <laughs> it's good, Mike. I respect anyone's <laughs> opinions on anything, regardless of what my opinions are. I just also need you to respect that you're wrong, and you should stop. Just stop? Just stop. That's the end of the thought. Just stop. <laughs> well, stop enjoying things. Fun is ho- awful. 
but yeah so if you want to pick up solo leveling that'll be coming out early next year january or february time uh fly me yep. to the moon is meant to come out at the start of october although good luck picking up a copy apparently because you won't <laughs> get it till next year at this rate apparently not i mean we did order through amazon maybe if you That's... go through uh yeah maybe if you just walk into your local retailer you'll be able to just get it there and there yeah but uh yeah, and if you want to listen to more of those, Solo Leveling was episode 6, Fly Me to the Moon was episode 10. Solo Leveling we're actually pretty excited about because I actually think that would make a much better anime than it would a manga or whatever that scroll format is called. Webtoon. Long strip. Webtoon. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, Webtoon, yeah. So the getting licensed is kind of the middle step of becoming that. So good things for the future, probably. Yeah, I'm interested how that gets formatted for... Um, I know, I think after I spoke with you, Phil, you said it had actually had a physical release in uh, Korea. Yeah, that's it. I, I did actually know that before we recorded the episode, but I've completely forgot to mention it. Hmm. I'm just interested um, to see how that gets formatted for that kind of platform. platform. It would be weird. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, it'd be yeah. weird because a lot of the frames in that webtoon do use the long-form format to its advantage with uh, a couple of very notable scenes. Uh, the yeah. ones that are sideways, you can make a two-way spread. That's fine. But there are the ones which are intentionally uh, yeah. vertical. And yeah, that, that would be interesting to see. Like, would they just squash it down? Or would they do a two-page spread turn on its side thing? Or no, like, what I'd, happens I'd is you buy it and it's actually like a toilet roll. <laughs> you start scrolling it's got like one that. of those uh, porno mag centerfolds <laughs> that you have to you have to unfold in the middle. You have to like oh. take the staples out very carefully, so you can. <laughs> Honey, are you reading porn in there? Depends what you define as porn. <laughs> oh. But um, let's you know that's that was in the past. That's what we've covered in previous ones. Let's uh, stop stalling, and let's get <laughs> to. Uh... <laughs> Do we have to? Yes. So, uh, this time around, it wasn't Phil picking the series, it was me delving back into my past, and we have read the first two volumes of Loveless. So, Loveless uh, started out as a manga, um, I think it did get um, light novel and anime adaptations later, in fact it did, I can see my notes. Uh, it's a kind of romance drama slash action manga with some mystery elements as well, mainly leaning towards yaoi romance, though there are a few um, hetero couples in there as well. Uh, it started back in 2001 and is technically still ongoing, but it's been on hiatus a bunch of times. I think it's on hiatus again at the moment. So, like, I mean, there's 13 volumes of it, but I think volume 13 came out many years after volume 12 did. So, uh, Like five years, I think. Yeah, something like that. Uh, so, yeah, I mentioned anime. Yeah, it got one back in 2005, which was done by JC staff. So there's 12 episodes of that. But uh, as far as I can tell, it's not streamable on any service I could find. So um, good luck watching that legally. Uh, it's The manga itself was originally licensed by Tokyopop. Now it's done through Viz Media, and you can get all 13 volumes through them. And uh, it's drawn and written by Yun Koga, who uh, also did the art and writing for Gestalt, which I apparently own a volume of and could not tell you a thing about. And uh, he also did the writing for Akuma no Riddle, which I watched. So apparently I'm a big Yun Koga fan. I didn't realize it. That's worrying. That does not surprise me, considering the content of this one. Right. So uh, usually, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Usually now I'd throw to Phil for the uh, the premise. 
But nope, that's my job again. <laughs> so, because uh, it's my series. Oh, man, wait, can I do this part? Do you want to do it? Do you want to go I'd, for it? I've got, it, written. I've got it, written, it but I'll give it my best possible Mike, shot. For the no, first no, Mike, time. Bear in mind, you can't, you can't do this as your rant part. This has, <laughs> no, to, no, this is, this has to be played straight before this we get is, into the... <laughs> ironic. This... <laughs> so... Mike, okay. tell us about Loveless. My genuinely best attempt at describing this... <laughs> go for it. Is for some fucking reason there are right. cat people. <laughs> no, yeah. this is my best attempt, and the cat people thing is never explained. But it is. But we'll get to that. Okay. Uh, it, mm, mm, mm. it is a world where the main character, whose name I don't remember, because I'm terrible at that. Aoyagi Ritsuka. That's the one. He is just moved to a new school. I believe he is an elementary school student who Middle has, school, I think. Okay. Sixth grade, uh, whatever that is. I'm really good at this. Oh, as you can tell. In okay. fairness, I've pulled a lot of this off of Wikipedia and he's, like my he's anime. Years years and he oh, is, is he? I didn't realize he had a fine age. Anyway, go on. He is one of these cat people, uh, which yes. are everywhere. And he has seemingly had some sort of tragic past at first that has caused him to be a not particularly likable person. And this, this, this manga goes through his early days of his new school life where he tries and fails to push everyone around him away, but uh, managing to succeed with some people, kind of making friends, and then eventually just, just generally trying to fit in alongside snippets of his personal life. That all changes where one day he meets a very pretty man named Subi, I believe. Wow, yeah, you got that right. Yeah, that one they say a lot, so I got that one. <laughs> Who seemingly has this strange attraction to him, and uh, Ritsuko has a, an equal attraction to Subi. Saubi, Subi, how do you pronounce that? Sobe. Sobe. So, 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 yeah, whatever. How would you pronounce it? Sobey. Uh, so he's Sobey. I mean, he is Sobey. And he's not. <laughs> how? And this somehow evolves into them suddenly being attacked, and then magic, and <laughs> it's honestly not so that close. Clear. No, no. <laughs> All right. So now, do, do you want me to correct him? Shit. But... <laughs> you got some of it. You got yeah, I feel like I adequately you missed explained. one of the main plot points. Like, I, I feel like you could have been talking about a completely different manga for the first <laughs> 90% of that. You went on about his problems getting in at school, and I'm like, this really isn't part of the story. <laughs> that's, a, that's a non-issue. That's Go just on. like an extra thing. Go on then. So, Do better. Sure. Loveless is about Ayagi Ritsuka, who uh, I had damn teenage, but apparently only 12 years old. So two years ago, kind of went underwent a total psychological personality change after the death of his brother, Seimei. So he now can't, so Ayagi now can't remember anything, like has no memories of his past life. He can only remember the past two years after his brother died. Uh, but that was always kind of in mysterious circumstances, so that he didn't really know why his brother died. But then one day, uh, after he's... They did know he was murdered. Did they? Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. That, Considering yeah. the second page was, he was killed. <clears throat> I'm going with, they know he was murdered. I, the translation wasn't 
great on the one we looked at, so I can't remember yeah. if it was they knew or not. But either way, I could be wrong there. But either way, basically, so yeah, his brother was dead. And then one day, like two years into his thing, as he's moved to this new school, uh, suddenly Sobi shows up, who calls himself a fighter and claims to have been uh, good friends with Seimei. And uh, then as soon as they've met, suddenly other fighters start coming for them as well, like who seem to know information about Sobi and Seimei's past. So Ritsuka gets pulled into this strange, new, mysterious world that he knows nothing about and has to try and survive uh, all the shit that's going on. And there, there are, as Mike said, magical bullshit fights, which are utter trash, but we'll get to those in a minute. No okay, okay, so, so I just want to highlight something that I think you said at the start. Go for uh, it. Obviously, he, he lost his memory two yeah. years ago. I think you said because his brother died, but I got the impression it happened before his brother died because I thought some of the so, stuff we read seems to imply that his brother was taking care of him after the simple answer to this Phil is and I have this written in my notes because I went on several different websites everyone has the timeline written differently so I don't know what the actual timeline is like there was one that said that his brother had died recently there was one that said it was two years ago it's never clear when his brother died I don't think yeah so so one of the things that does sort of come up a few times is uh, Ritzka's being abused by his mother mm-hmm. because yes. she, since he's lost his memory, she no longer sees him as Ritzka. And yeah, wants, she sees him as like a foreigner in his Yeah, body. Some, some stranger, basically. And, you know, keeps beating him, being like, no, give me my son back. Give me Ritzka back. And in like one chapter, I guess, where I'm assuming it's a flashback, you see Seimei, she's like, no, if she's ever like that, just come find me and I'll stop it kind of thing. Which seems to imply he was still alive when Ritzker had lost his memory. It's, it's weird, because there is that scene, but then you'd also think that it would be his brother's death that would trigger like the massive psychological yes. change of him and then his mother's breakdown. Yeah, one thing is... The only thing that's clear about this is how unclear it is about many, <laughs> many things. And it could yeah. be down to the translations we were reading just not matching up correctly and um, just not being written correctly. But it it doesn't take, across the entire section we read, it doesn't take any time to explain anything. It leans a lot into the mystery, the mystery of it all, which was something I know when I was reading other people's opinions. Like They were like, oh, it's very mysterious. I'm like, <laughs> it is. But there's a difference between mystery and just, yeah, and just, we're not going to tell you anything. You can guess yeah, well, everything. One is intriguing, the other is frustrating, yes. Can, yeah. I, can I just say as well, you were saying there was some confusion over the timeline, Sean. Yeah, as I say, I think I looked on Wikipedia and I looked on my anime list and a few other sites and they all had different versions of the description. Like, great. Well, one other big thing I had trouble with, and again, I don't know if this is down to the version we read, Mm-hmm. So something that does come up in this series is the idea of the true name, like someone's yes. true name. This is never explained in any way. I will again say no, it's something you get before you're born. Everything we discussed today is, is in no way explained. I don't, I don't know if everyone has one, but in in any case, so after Ritzka meets Sobe, this older uh, guy who knew his brother. Mm-hmm. Um, they encounter two more fighters, and they 
fight, they unleash their mystic arts, which are also never explained. Mm-hmm. I'll ignore that again. And they they refer to someone as loveless and someone as beloved. So and beloved, I think, I think beloved was beloved is so being Samey, and then loveless is so being Ritzka. Oh, so it refers to the pair. Something like that. I think it's technically oh. it's the name of technically it's the name of the individual, so not the fighter. But it generally they refer to it as the pair. Like every other couple right. refers to themselves yeah. as their pair name. This, this is the thing. I was super confused because at one point I was like, "Oh, Loveless is Sobe," but then in a later chapter, it's like, "No, Loveless is Ritzka." Yeah, he's he's both. Just to be because they refer to Sobe as Loveless's as uh, fight. fighter. So yeah, yeah. the like, way th- oh, so that must be Ritzka. Yeah, then, yeah. It, uh, yeah. The way this all works. Confusing. Yeah, I, the whole fighter thing hasn't really been explained as of yet. Maybe it will be later, but like with everything else, nothing's been explained. But from what we see at the moment, all fighters come as a pair. You have the fighter, and then the what they call yeah, the sacrifice. Yeah, not quite. Sacrifice. But, uh, <laughs> fighters can go it alone. They can, but I think considering that's the first thing that happens in the yeah. first fight, Sobe's like, no, I'm doing it alone. I'm going in auto mode. <laughs> like, Which is also never explained. I oh, I legit thought he was a robot for a while, but I, clearly, I, honestly, honestly, I've no fucking idea what those fights are about. Yeah, me like, we're fighting. We're saying some words. So the idea thing. of the f- so basically, right? So to go into it a little bit more. So basically, in each couple, there's essentially a sacrifice, which is the human one, and then or something like that, the, and the, then the, sacrifice the, fighter, the fighter who yeah. actually does the battling. So the sacrifice yeah. will generally take the damage in the fight. Takes the damage in place of the fight. So if the fighter gets hit, the sacrifice takes the damage instead. Yeah. So the way they fight, that. it's more about a kind of a war of words. So instead, kind of like spell casting, but like a lot more fast and loose than that. So essentially, you might. So for example, one of them talks about uh, like et- like eternal blackness, choking blackness, and something like that. And so the effect that happens on Ritzker is now he feels like he can't breathe because he's been enveloped and choked by his blackness. Uh, yeah, so I, like I, I get the saying words, and that's them casting spells, I guess. Yes, but they never really explain how that. Oh God, works no. in any way. Like it's... they're just like, oh my God, so it keeps reflecting all these attacks. It's like okay, but they play very how? fast what? and loose with it all. Basically, the best thing I could come up with is these fighters, for whatever reason, have the ability to to will something into existence, to speak a, a magical effect into existence. So they can just shout the word restrain and your opponent's restrained and yeah. reflect and it reflects all spells back, which honestly is dumb. Yeah, like I don't don't get me wrong, I kind of got that, like what what they say terms the spell's effect, but then it's just like they just keep going, Oh no, Sobe's so strong, he keeps reflecting all these attacks, he's so much faster than us. Like I I don't get how that comes into any of it. How's the eye Okay? The sort of idea is that fights are defined by emotion rather than like combat strength yeah. or anything like that. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, you end up yes. with the effect of like he's making it up as he goes along. Oh, very much is making it. Up. <laughs> oh, everything is complete ass pull in the So bones. can can I actually just say so I do understand the purpose of this. When I, so when Bad I'm saying me, this, okay. understand, I'm saying purpose this of what? Of podcast? No, yeah. no. Oh, I don't understand the purpose <laughs> of that one. I don't really understand the purpose of these fights. 
there seems to be no real significance to them. To not die. Why are they in this manga? Is yeah. more what I'm getting at. Like, I think so. Yeah, that's not explained these first two volumes. And I actually have a theory about this. But I've I'll picked. I've it. picked it because I've I've read the first eight volumes many moons ago, like five plus years ago. So I can't remember anything, honestly. Well, this is this thing. I think I've read them when you bought them because I yeah nabbed them off you. But yeah, yeah, it was that long ago. I legit didn't remember much of this going in. I think it's for whatever reason they want Sobe, but yeah. I can't remember why. <laughs> Well, the, this is the thing. So, like, we said they've got the pairs. So, originally, Sobe was with Seimei, who's the older yeah. brother. Which, God, those names are so close together in my mind that it's confusing. But I'm whatever. guessing it's intentional, but... Um, I, I kept on top of it. So, the, the idea is they they were a pair, and they were involved yes. in these fights. And then you find out Seimei got killed by the Seven Moons, who are an organization of fighters i guess we don't know um, why they killed them though so i think from memory the seven moons is like the name of the school where they train well, up all the people they... so where sure. sobi mentions that he was trained by right. the, okay. the people in charge i well, think that's who it anyway. is anyway so same was killed by the seven moons yes. uh, we learn mm-hmm. we don't we don't learn why just that he was we also learned that it was horrific as well like the manner of which he was killed, right? But then, Sobe's like, I, "I want revenge." Ritsuka, when he learns this, like, "Yeah, I want to help you get revenge for my brother getting killed," kind of thing. Like, he wants to avenge his brother's death. You know, why wouldn't he? Because why wouldn't you? But we just have no context over anything. It's just like I don't. It's never explained what the purpose of these fights. Yeah, I don't there's... even know if it's that. They want revenge because Sobi openly says that he's only with Ritzka because Seimei ordered it before he died. Yeah, ordered that he love him. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, that's yeah. why they're loveless. Oh. Get it? Uh... No, because loveless is Ritzka's true name. Ah, fuck. Because he's I, one I, without I, yeah. love. Yeah, so... <laughs> I, I get that. I just... This this manga has two truly terrible failings. Only two. And, no, like the two which completely <laughs> ruined the the fact that nothing is explained, and then that is coupled with having quite shoddy art. Like the art is it's very very dated and it's dated to the point yeah. of you can't tell what's going on. Like in these fights we're talking about, how um, they can just say a word and something happens. You don't really see it happen. You're just seeing oh, them two people words sort of cross from each other speaking, and then it's like, oh no, my face got caught, and it's like. Yeah, and if you're lucky, you'll get like a movement line. If you're lucky, yeah. I do want to say I agree with you completely that the fights are drawn terribly. Like, don't, like they don't convey. I do like the character designs. I think the character designs. Oh, you like are the, the, the character designs are very shoujo manga. Sure, but you can point boys. to all of them in a lineup quite easily and know which uh, which one is. I didn't have any like with the exception of Seimei because he appears in like f- three pages. Yeah. I'm not going to begrudge you not knowing that. Yeah, I could point to each one of these and go, it's that character, it's that character, it's that character. Well, at the same time, I feel like there's only actually three characters of any real note. Yep. So you've got Ritzker, who's the main character. You've got Sobe, the older, mysterious man who was Seimei's partner, but yeah. not lover, which is Are something sure we perhaps that? need to address uh, at some point. But... I, think I think they love us. 
Uh, yeah, like again, it's unclear. Neither of them had ears. No, mm. no, ah, no. Same yeah, no, he did. He did have ears. Did he? Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, like the two pages you see, okay. he has cat ears. Well, uh, so, so yes, let's let's explain this. So, as Mike said, the world is full filled with people with cat ears, which is kind of wrong, but also correct mm -hmm. in that everyone is born with these cat ears and tail, mm -hmm. and they lose them when they air quote become an adult. Which is to which, say, they banged. Yeah, yeah. They, they actually do clarify It's tied to their point. virginity. It's, it's yeah. tied yeah. to virginity for no fucking reason. Like, there is... For no reason. <laughs> no, I mean, this whole thing, there's no reason for it. It's I like... mean, one of the whole themes about this is the innocence of youth versus okay, the, no. like adults I, manipulating. I totally understand that the idea is to be an indicator of innocence, but there is really no reason why you had to be... I'm a cat person, now I banged, therefore I'm not a cat person. And this is actually addressed really clumsily in the early chapters. Uh, when uh, Sobe, Sobe, whatever his name is, shows up, and um, he starts, just really starts in on this child, saying like, oh yes, I love you now. The, the child then just says, oh what, are we going to do sex now? It's like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. <laughs> the thing is then, so it's like, Nah, nah, like, your mum would kill me if you lost your ears at 12. It's like, <laughs> it's like what the <laughs> fuck? Like, yeah, that's that's a very real Jarring. concern in this world, isn't it? Like, yeah, 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 that is, that is fair. Like, you can't hide it. <laughs> no, like, you can't. Oh. <laughs> it's like, it, it comes out of nowhere, and it is fucked up. Just to, like, say, like, oh, yeah, this is a thing we could do. But we're not gonna because people will know. <laughs> Whoa! The thing that bothers me as well, and again, I don't know if it's because of the particular translation we read, taking liberties perhaps with the dialogue. Sure. Like, like, so this this happens like the first day they meet. Yep. Yeah. Because it does. Like almost Sobe, instantly. Sobe's gone full on stalker and is waiting outside Ritzka's new school, for smoking him. and waiting and being waiting. pretty. Yep. Yeah, and. Uh, grabs him, they, they go and hang out because Ritzka just sort of immediately dismisses all the concerns he has at first the second so yeah. he's like, oh yes, yes, I knew your brother, he's like, oh, neat I literally, it literally, like, it's more than that he literally goes from, like, being, like fully on edge and doing, like, all the things a cat would do when a cat's on edge with his tail like, spiking up and everything, sure. to he's like, I know your brother, and then he's literally just like, being hugged by him and embracing him and going let's yeah. hang out, let's take photos I'm weirdly okay with that, because the kid is, no, not okay with it but I'm okay with the the flipping behavior because the I'm kid is twelve. Not sure, but it's like it's beyond bipolar. That it's literally just gone like all alarm immediately gone. I'm gonna embrace. Sure, you. like, like again, it's it's a bit jarring, but it's it's I I get that a twelve year old who is obsessed with his brother and his brother's death would latch on to literally any mention of his brother. So that particular mm. thing, I actually would buy. It's too bad that it's surrounded in creepy and grossness. Because this thing, so after after that, um, they have this first fight. Just again, for some reason, some people are like, "We're going to fight." And it's yeah, like, we're we're right. fighting now. Like, sure. Uh, and then Sobe kisses Ritzka, which yeah, like uh, it's not like a it's not like a a friendly kiss or a forehead oh, no, kiss. This, it's this is, yeah, it's straight up tongues. It's. I, I, yeah, I don't know if it's tongues, but it's it's definitely a case of it. Literally, is a case of he says, "I I won't do anything to you. Don't worry." And then he does, yeah. Him. And then immediately kisses him. At which so point, fucked up. Just like, oh, you just did something. Are we going to do the sex now? <laughs> he <laughs> and does. So, yeah. And then Sobe's just like, 
No, I can't get. No, I don't get it up for kids. Don't get it up for kids, but I do want to make out with series, him. Rest of the series, just so just walking around saying "I love you" and kissing him, and "I love you" and kiss. It's fucking Christ. This this creepy. It's grooming, it's, is what it, it is. It's well, disgusting. Well, that's the thing. Is this is kind of a trope of um, certainly of yaoi in Japan, where you'll usually have a younger, more innocent kid partnered with usually like a teenage to young adult. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I get it's sort of the... Oh, no, I'm not excusing it or anything. I'm not saying that's no, okay. Know, I'm know, just saying, for whatever I'm reason, this genre is obsessed with that kind of rapey relationship. I, yeah, I get that. In a lot of other shoujo manga, usually it's not a 12-year-old. Hmm. Usually, it as you say, it's like... <laughs> I've not noticed any others that are 12. Okay, so I'm like going to... 16, and the other's like... 18 or 20 or something like that. And yeah, I, I, I want to do a thing. I want to do a thing that all creepy people do when this sort of situation comes up. I'm going to talk about the age of consent. And the, yeah. <laughs> the age of consent in Japan, I believe it's 14. Is that correct? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I believe that's the case. And I could be wrong, but that could be the case. So it would make more sense if Ritsuka was older like a bit older like if he was that age of 14 15 even 16 whatever the age of consent is in japan if he was that age but like only just that age it's still creepy but it's better they unabashedly said that he's in well they say he's in middle school but they also say they're going to go to an elementary school library it's again that could be a translation thing they, they say he's in sixth grade and then when you see him at the doctors they say he forgot his memory two years ago when he was 10 yeah, so point is way too fucking young, and I I don't I don't know how anyone is okay with this because this this thing was made in two thousand one. This isn't this isn't isolated. I will say, like you do also see like the trope of even with the elementary people in manga of like teachers and those yeah. students being in relationships. Yeah. I think Card Captor Sakura has one. In fact, yeah. one of the students. And okay, teacher. and it's no, it never gets though. It doesn't go to like this level of like they're kissing and making out everything. But there is clearly a relationship between a teacher and a well, okay, kid. It's, it's someone who was it because I read it or watched it in Japanese or both. Yeah, uh, I've consumed card capped score in any case. Uh, the Japanese version in which they don't hide a lot of this sort of information. Yep, so to speak. They're cousins. No. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yes, they're not related <laughs> by blood. Uh, Leon's May is it? Uh, Supposedly cousins, but oh, no fucking clue. Uh, no, the childhood friends, but then in the Japanese, the cousin. Uh, I, I was I was making a Sailor Moon reference, where it's like they're cousins. That's why they're so close. It's in uh, card captors, but uh, yeah. in, in card caps, yes, the one you're referring to, one of Sakura's friends. And yeah. bearing in mind, they are in elementary school. I think. Yes, definitely. I think they're like eleven. Yeah. I I wanted to say they were eight, for some reason. I could I could be wrong on that. I admit the particular they're, they're, they're art in that style young in that. age. They, the they particular are art style in Card Captor Sakura is uh, it's difficult to tell. Like everyone has the huge eyes and the stuff you'd associate with younger <laughs> Show, shoujo manga. It's yeah. clamp, yeah. yes, yeah, it's clamp, yeah. Uh, but yes, one one of Sakura's classmates is engaged to the teacher, <laughs> right? And like you, you don't really hear a lot about it. In fact. I, you only really hear about it because I think you get like one page where you see him proposing to her, which is yeah, definitely weird. 
Yeah, I, I know this like, is creepy, but um, this is a cultural difference I've seen a lot. It's the whole. It's in this end of the world, we would see something like that and say the adult is being super creepy. In that end of the world, they look at that and say the child is being cute. Child is being adorable. The thing is, I don't know if it was ever said in card captors or not. In that case, I get the feeling it might have been like an arranged marriage, which again also is something possible. super super weird to us. Yep. But actually, in Japan, it, I don't want to say it's common. I I, I don't admit it's a lot more common in Eastern culture than it is in Western for arranged but marriage. It's it's not unheard of to hear about an arranged marriage, and actually, you might have some big age discrepancies going on in them. Not to say that any of us, any of this, is saying that we believe. Anything oh, no. that's happening here is okay. No, but I'm just oh, saying no. like that's just to give some context. Yeah, I absolutely. Guess, cultural context. I mean, I, I would hope my use of the word rapey to describe the relationship in this manga gives oh, away yeah. my opinion. It's, it is straight up grooming, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Grooming and not okay. Some, something I will say. Mm-hmm. I legitimately think you could just cross out the part where it says Ritzker is 12 years old and write 16. Because yeah. he doesn't look twelve. Well, yeah, that's fair. To be fair, I think his age seems to, depending on who he's depicted with, his height and his age seem to change, <laughs> also, kind of on a scale. Sure. Yeah, like I, I think you could say he's fifteen, sixteen. Uh, no, I, nothing I in the story would change, in my opinion. Except well, the issue there a is less creepy because when you creepy. hit that teenage, that mid-teenage yings, you're kind of no longer seen as innocent. Mm-hmm. Which isn't really what the story's going for. I I agree. Yes. Like it would make a lot more sense and be a lot more comfortable if it was. But I mean, you could still bump his age up a bit. I it's weird. Maybe it, that's the it, yeah. I agree. I Twelve like is like uh, uh, no, don't yeah. know age. But again, that's around where innocence starts to end as a kid. So uh, yeah, I get uh, what they're going for, but no. But in in this manga, they're sort of tying innocence to losing your virginity, which. I don't. Don't get me wrong. I know that's the case for some people. I mean, childhood innocence is an expression that's sometimes associated with. Sure, but my my point is, it's an astonishingly small number of people that would lose their virginity at twelve. Oh God, yes, astonishingly small. Like even thirteen, I think, is still very small. Again, I I don't know the stats, but this this just from like a news article I read ages ago. I know. It's it's sort of like fourteens when you start to see the uptick in people. Almost googled it then. And I'm like, do I want this in my Google <laughs> yeah, search you don't history? Want, you don't want <laughs> to be on a list. When do people lose their virginity? Actually, that that's not a terrible search. That's not going to get you on any lists. <laughs> I don't know if I can hear some door knocking and some thunderous footsteps coming up some stairs in the background. <laughs> it just raises so many questions about this world for me. That the thing with the ears and losing when you lose your virginity, you're losing. Cause it's like. As, as we said, there's no hiding it. You just one day you'll just walk into class and you not have them, and everyone's going to start swarming you. And then you've got like the teacher who still has hers. One day she might just walk into school and not have them. And then it's like all the staff are going to be like, "Ah, oh, you you finally got some, eh?" Eh? As I say, I think it's the t- the idea is to tie in that if they've got ears, you as a reader can probably trust them a bit more than if they don't. It but is don't so random why. though. It's like Although so the random. It's also shit, but. It's yeah, so yeah. unnecessary as a plot device. It's this thing I don't. It plays into nothing. It's to make it easier for the viewer at a glance to tell who's vi- who's. Why innocent. do you need that? 
Why? Because that's the theme of the story, man. But it doesn't. It doesn't come in in any way other than yeah. the fact that Ritzka's twelve and he's not had sex, and Sobe's twenty-one. It's but Sobe's so more manipulative because he's an adult, whereas Ritzka's more innocent and he's got the cat ears. You don't need. You don't need the cat ears and tail to. Do that but it's all. an easy way to visually distinguish that for characters beyond those two is the point I'm making. Uh, uh, it's uh, a very at-a-glance way to do it. Uh, I, I, I don't think it matters. I, I agree. I, I, I maintain it's so, such an unnecessary addition. It's, it's like you get a story where um, man goes to save princess from a dragon. Your classic, classic story. Ah, and Shrek. Got it. Sure, sure. yep, yeah, it's Shrek. <laughs> and when Shrek's climbing that tower to go and save Fiona, um, imagine you're reading the novelization of this, and then like as he walks into the room, uh, Shrek looks onto Fiona and says, and he could tell that she had been fucked before <laughs> because of her <laughs> lack of cat ears. It's like, what? <laughs> it's so unnecessary to like, everything. I, so the thing is, I, don't... I mean, you could tell a good story there about like you shouldn't be people shouldn't be obsessed with purity, which is something yeah, like, arguably don't, don't Japan needs. But I don't, I don't mind the idea behind this concept of like tying some physical attribute to the virginity. There could, as you say, there could be a really great story there, mm-hmm. but this has nothing to do with it. Yeah, it doesn't run with it at all. It's just it. It is literally. Here's Sobe, he's had sex. Here's Ritzka, he hasn't. The, the idea is that you can't trust the people who've had sex. That's the, the point. The only way I can see this actually feeding into the story at large is if later on we find out that once you lose those cat ears and cat tail, your magic power is reduced by a billion or something. Because <laughs> you are more magical when you're a cat person. <laughs> like that, That's all I can think of. It's the only reason why it would make any sense. This this the I I know you're saying is oh you can't trust them but you you don't need them here to say that yeah. he's he's an adult Ritzka's twelve that there should be a base level of he can't be trusted which yeah. actually you're saying oh it's so you know he can't be trusted but actually the whole premise of this thing is basically going you can trust me I knew your older brother yeah, sure and, but uh, and, we've we've read the two volumes you can't trust you can't trust them. <laughs> Oh, you can't trust no, anyone. It's very clear no, he's manipulating. It's very clear all the adults in this pretty much are manipulative, with the exception of the teacher, who's just dumb. <laughs> sure. She isn't really involved in a lot. But, like, the few times she is, she really comes across as, like, a bad teacher. Like, there's the whole point where she's like, oh, bring your parents into school. Bring them in. That, that'll be fine. And I'm pretty sure she's mildly aware of his past. So like, oh, she's no, more than mildly like, that's, aware. That's not necessarily something she's arranged. That is just generally a thing that happens in Japan. They have like bring your No, I appreciate that, that. But surely, if you're even mildly aware of those circumstances, you'd be aware of what a terrible idea that is potentially. Well, you, you would assume. Obviously, she doesn't do this, but you would assume in that case, in the real world, they would pull that kid aside and just say, "Look, don't worry about bringing anyone." Yeah, well, because there are no consequences because he doesn't bring anyone, and then no. it's never brought but, up. But again. maybe, maybe that's the thing. Maybe it's just like, oh, you didn't bring your parent. All right, whatever. I know that was just that was one example of it, and then there's another one where Ritzka, uh, after defending another character, we'll get to in a minute, Yoko from being bullied, is like, yeah. oh god, and anyone who does this deserves the death penalty. <laughs> and then she walks in and goes, look, okay, I agree with what you're saying. It's like, you what? <laughs> 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 you fucking what? <laughs> Jesus. 
Jesus. I, I don't. Yeah. Okay. I, I know what you're saying. I don't think she's literally agreeing with yes. They should I, get the death penalty. I think she's agreeing with yes. If you're bullying people, I guess. Yeah. The sentiment like, that if, if you are bullying someone, that that is horrible. You should be punished. Yeah, Not yeah. necessarily the death penalty, but you should be punished in some way. As I say, those couple of times had me thinking like, yeah, she's not she's not good at this whole teaching thing. Yeah. See, when we when we're done talking about all of this, I'm gonna I'm gonna share towards the end of the podcast, I'm gonna share my cool. my my film theory esque conspiracy theory <laughs> as to what the fuck is happening here. Right. And I and you know what? With my personal headcanon, I actually enjoyed this way more than the thing that's presented to us. Because the thing that's presented to us is a nonsensical farce. There's nothing <laughs> going on here. If I'm just making it up as I go, oh, I can enjoy anything. Oh, no, like, no. oh we've swept that problem character out of the way. <laughs> oh, trust me, I would love to do that with this thing. <laughs> love to just be like, you know what? I'm going to imagine everyone's a Power Ranger. That's way better. <laughs> or a Sentai soldier or whatever they're called in Japan. Uh, well, I mentioned it there. Do we want to talk a bit about Yuko, who's essentially the lead bird. female character? Bird. <laughs> I thought you said bird. Oh, she's the bird. <laughs> wow. This, this I, I like Yuriko. She's, a, she's an alright yeah. character. She's she a ditz, but she's alright. She's the she character who no I explained at the, full, at, the, yeah. at the beginning, who is the one that decides to be friends with him, despite the fact she, he's actively trying to get rid of everyone around him. I don't think he's actively trying to get rid of people. It's just he's not putting in any effort to make oh, any friends. No, he straight up insults people to their face to get rid of them uh, in the first like couple of chapters. Like He does not want friends. I don't know if it's that he doesn't want friends. It's more that he just doesn't care and will that just too. say whatever. Like from the, from the notes you see of like how his personality shifts, he just seems to have just gone with whatever. Like I'll say how I feel and if you have a problem with that. Okay. We actually do get a few pages where he's at the doctors mm -hmm. and they're sort of trying to help him recover his memories oh my god that head. doctor yeah, no. <laughs> the, the doctor that also hit on him yes yeah uh, <laughs> why okay. i mean adults i okay. can't trust her but <laughs> just, uh... to be fair i'm saying hit on him it wasn't really she was like hey i'm getting off work do you want me to go get uh do you want to, do get you want to go out on a date yeah it's, <laughs> i took that very tongue-in-cheek it was just like oh let's go get some something to eat or whatever that's what she wanted um, to do, do you as want well. to lose your ears boy <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> no but um <laughs> so we see him at the hospital the idea is apparently he goes there himself and to get hypnotized and try and recover his memories mm -hmm. yeah it's he has weekly like therapy sessions basically. yeah and and they're sort of talking about the old ritzker and they say well what would happen if the old ritzker came back like what what do you want to happen and he's like oh, i just want to disappear like the old ritzker happened he he seems yeah. a bit. I want to say suicidal. He's suicidal slash nihilistic. Like he doesn't really care about his own existence. This is this thing he's, with like one exception that we'll get to. Say so this is probably down to the fact everyone around him, with the exception of his older brother, mm -hmm. who is obviously now gone, uh, basically wants the old Ritzker back, so he doesn't value himself in any way. Yeah, like it's, it's especially hammered home by his mother, who kind of like, I want the old Ritzker, yeah. I want the old Ritzker. His life, yeah. in his mind, has no value. So pretty much all he wants to do, and I did enjoy this one little bit, is he takes a lot of pictures, and he takes a lot of photos, because he wants there to be Man. a memory of himself, as it were, to prove that he did something, prove that he existed. Yeah, But he's he also, not too bothered if he stops. Yeah, he makes a point of 
taking those pictures at the beginning of encounters as well. And they yes. they take a, make a point of pointing that out because um, at, that's the point. This is not what exactly what they say, but the way I interpret it was that's the point where the encounter is pure and unspoiled because like that's when it has potential and that's when it's therefore the best yeah. that's the best moment yeah. it's also to just proof that it happened to him as well he's, like, yeah but he, he's just grasping at anything to make his life happier yeah that's fair and that's, that's, I as think. i say that's one of the things that gives his life i don't know if meaning but like validates that he existed as I say. certainly gives his character a little bit more validation um it's, it's probably the most interesting quirk his character has i would say yeah it's not really spent much time on either it's just we are told that this is a thing that he does and then it's referenced every now and again yeah i wouldn't even say every now and again like you have the first chapter when he meets sobe he does it and then they they sort of mention the pictures from that time because he prints them off but Mm -hmm. you don't i think there's only like one other time he mentions taking pictures which is they mention he does it subtly a couple of times he mentions a bit later um when he's having one of many (laughs) resistant moments i'm gonna say with his groomer and he, yes. uh, yeah, and uh, he says, "Hey, I don't want to see you today because, um, uh, because all of my pictures are starting to have you in them." And so he wants, yeah. so he does reference that, and right. then of course he shows up anyway, which is very oh, um, yeah. stalkery. Well, that's the. To be fair, that's the other problem with yep. it. So like, he's very. I don't know if bipolar is the right word, but he's very kind of like. I I would say bipolar. Where he's like, go away, but really, I want you here, but go yeah. away. But I'm really, thinking about stay. you all the time. That's just the whole manga at times. It's just pages and pages of, no, I hate you, and then internally, no, I love you, please Again, I, I think that is down to the shoujo manga trope. I get it, but it's just, but, I don't need every chapter I'm reading to be this, this constant yes-no yes, dialogue. Like, I get it. He's conflicted. All right. I, I, don't, I don't really think he is conflicted. I just think he's being groomed. Yeah, he like, is being sure, groomed. Sure, that too. No, my point is, he is being programmed to want this man around all the it, time. It, it, it is it is straight up manipulation. Like, yeah, you, yeah. you have Sobe just constantly saying, like, oh, I love you, and it's that is validation to Ritzka at this it's point. It's more love than he gets and, from anyone else. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it is validation, and he's like, oh, I can trust this guy, but really I shouldn't, which is why Every so often he's like, no, I can't see you, but uh, then Sobe still just turns up because he knows actually no one's going to stop it. Yeah, because kids even know, even at that age, they know that it's wrong. They know what's happening to them when they're being groomed. They know it's wrong. They just don't have the internal capability of putting a stop to it for a panoply of reasons. So he's seeing this as a wrong relationship Yet he's being programmed to want it more and more and more. Mm. It's disgusting. Like, oh, why do we keep reading gross things? <laughs> I because because I knew this was trash and I knew it's definitely trash. Yeah, I the thing that also drives me mad as well is it's clearly portrayed that Sobi knows a lot of stuff about his yes. past and about his mm-hmm. brother, and refuses just straight up refuses to tell him anything apart from like. Maybe the most minor of crumbs. 
they they do say in like one like i get occasionally they say like oh i it's a like it's a level one order so presumably something you've programmed with or oh my brother said i can't it's like your brother said i'm assuming it's something that his brother no you can never say christ is he invest is he invested in any way in getting justice or anything i don't think i don't think we actually mentioned yet the only reason why so uh so is here with ritika is yeah when um the brother died or before he died he basically did like a kind of last will and testament sort of thing and said i want you to go to my little brother and protect him and love him that's the only reason why he's here because they were a fighting pair and now he's like okay go be his fighting pair which is utter bullshit because he's essentially saying I want you to go and fight next to my brother and drain his life force. I want you to go and hurt him a lot by being in these fights. I want I think you the to... idea is he wants to protect him from the fights. That's but... the exact opposite of what That's happens. Good. Yeah, you say protect him. It's literally dragging him into it. Before that, he had no idea about it, I guess. Yeah, and he's like, he's forcing this adult onto this little brother. The presumption is that if he didn't send Sobi to protect him, Ritzko would have just been offed by them in a and second. yet they only show up when so- sobi does but the thing is you say like oh yes the presumption is that would happen but we have no reason to believe that because they don't explain why he's important to this oh no no they don't they don't explain that but they are targeting because they say they're targeting loveless so they're targeting him and the point i know i know you say mike they only show up when the thing I think the idea was the first lot were showing up on that same day when he was having his school issues and all just, that. Just coincidence. It was just that, yeah, Sobe got there first, basically. Uh, yes, the hack writer's friend, the coincidence. <laughs> sure, I did, sure. But, you know, that was, that was kind of the setup that he intercepted uh, them because they were like, oh, there's two of them there. That's weird. Oh, it's that fighter. What? The other hack writer's favorite tool is how everybody's cool with it. Just everyone. This shit happens in front of people and they're like, yeah, we're cool with it. This Does is just it? a thing that happens. That's that's. Oh, you mean the fights? Y- yes, yes, and no. Like, um, it's there's this one part later where I believe it's the teacher gets kidnapped, kind of. Oh yeah, when she gets mind controlled, yeah. Yeah, and these people want to do some nefarious things to her, make her lose her ears. So imagine what they're gonna do with that. And then Sobi turns up solo. By the way, like he's yeah. Like, because he can just do that, even though these people come as a pair, but whatever. Because he's he's not with Ritzker at the moment, he's just living as an individual. <laughs> he's just living his he life. His own life, Mike. We, we know he's gone solo as well, because he does it in the first chapter, which don't does know it. what the significance of that is, because it's never explained. I mean, they explain that it's half power. These people have these, this fight. Yeah, literally and... in this fight. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah, in the fight I'm talking about, they do explain quite ham-fistedly. But if the partner's not there, his power is cut by half. Doesn't make a difference. And God. Like, he still just wins straight you up. You can't beat God. You can't, you can't beat plot armor. <laughs> and yeah, and, and they have a fight in front of this woman, and she's totally cool with it, never mentions it again. Uh, never mentions she's the fact asleep. that she's being mind-controlled she's... before that. She... Okay, so in fairness, she's asleep for the fight because he mm-hmm. puts her to sleep. I can't sure. remember what happens in Volume 3, so I don't know if she wakes up and remembers this, or whether she just goes, that was a crazy dream, or something. She probably goes, that was a crazy dream, because... Almost certainly, but I've not read it in like five or six years. And everyone's no. totally cool with this older man hanging around and touching on this kid yeah. all the time. I agree with you there. <laughs> the, teacher, the teacher actually even asks 
uh, Ritzker about him, doesn't yep. she? She sees him and is like, oh, who's that uh, Ritzker? And he's like, oh, that's Sobe. He was friends with my older brother. And she's like, oh, all right. Yeah. it's I'd Maybe question that a bit more. Yeah, no one, no one ever pushes like there are no consequences for Sobi's actions at any point. And I mean, maybe has to be expected considering his guy's apparently been abused for two years by his mother, which everyone's aware of. But no one does a damn thing about it. about it. That pissed me off so much. I know the doctors they mention about talking to child services, but they but don't. That, like that's all you hear of it. It's just like, oh yeah, we should contact child services. Yeah. Doctors are it. mandatory reporters. If they believe that a child is being abused, they legally have to report it. And they're yeah. like, and one of the doctors says something to the effect of, I'm already 20 years old, don't put this on me. Like, what the fuck has that got to do with anything? Like, what also, the fuck? A at 20 years old. Yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah. He probably worked hard to get there at 20 years old. That, I mean, good job him. Yeah, you'd have to work really fucking hard to get there. <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, well done you. A pat on it's the like, head. Like, it takes a solid seven years, I think, to become a doctor. But he just ignores it. He ignores everything. And he actually instructs the nurses or whoever that is to ignore it. And it's like, what the fuck? This kid is actively being abused. It is not a secret he's being abused. He turns up to school with injuries all over him all the goddamn time. I think he yes. still sort of brushed that aside as like, oh, yes, I got in a fight or something. Doesn't matter. Like, I, I you, know, you report but... this shit. Yes, I, I know. But like, I'm once or twice, like... you're like, okay. After a few times, you're like, no, we need to have a talk about this. Yeah. Like, absolutely. yeah, at the very least, because if he is getting into all those fights, you need to sort that out as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, just everyone is just sort of cool with this kid's spiral. And it's, it's gross. It's so gross. Like, this whole thing. It's abusive. It's disgusting. And no one seems to care. And I guess maybe that's the point. But he don't you love seeing the kid chained up in the middle of the fight? Fuck yeah, I was going to mention that take earlier. damage okay, by okay. having chains. Just, just like, they do sort of address this a little bit in the manga. Sure. But like the whole fighting thing, and I do use the exact terms the manga uses here, master-slave relationship. Yep, they well, do that. It's just yep. a whole metaphor for S&M and... Yes. Yeah. Just, uh... Well, this is the thing which constantly gets discussed. There is a line, a very important line, between yeah. BDSM and abuse. <laughs> there is a huge chasm between those two things. And the, the line is consent, with, like with any sexual relationship. And there, there is no consent here at all. Uh, Ritzker well, did no, not consent... <laughs> Ritzker did not consent to being in these fights. He did not consent he to taking any did. of his damage. He didn't consent to being straight up, chained up BDSM style. <laughs> he he does after the first fight, I will say. Obviously, like the first He's fight. He's a child, he can't give consent. No, yes, there is also that. He doesn't I get a choice, probably. Mike. <laughs> there, there is that. I don't mean that in like, it's forced, but I mean as in like you, you have to fight or you die. So <laughs> I mean, do you? Well, he does straight up say, like, yes, I want to be your sacrifice. I want to be. Yeah, sacrifice yeah. is the word, yeah. I want to yeah, help I, you. So, I, yeah. I want to be chained up, baby. Please hurt me harder, daddy. <laughs> Actually, oh, talking about these fights just my the other thing. So I, every fight in these first two things just ends. Yep. And the opponents magically vanish. Yep. And that's how the fight well, ends. So, so in the first. The so, very first okay, fight, the first one, they, they them hurricane them away off screen. But uh, the rest of those, just, we win! Bye! Yeah, every fight is just off-panel. It's like, like so you, you never see any of it. 
the fights are just gibberish. Yeah, yeah, they are complete gibberish. And to the point where I think whoever translated the version we had didn't really know what was happening either. So they just literally translated every single word in those fights to the point that's, of like this. Fair. Contextually, I have no idea if this makes sense. I, say, I want to say when I read the Tokyo Pop version, it was better translated than this, but like, that's that's 250 miles away, so I can't read that at the moment. Yeah, it's the, the fights are pointless. Think it necessarily would have been. I like translated. I don't better. think this was a bad translation per se. Sure, it's not bad, but it's janky at times. Don't, yeah, don't get me wrong. There's there's obviously uh, some proofreading that some stuff that proofreading might have missed, mm -hmm. uh, but. I I generally get the correct sentiment behind. Yeah, you get the intention. Oh, that's I, I get the yeah. intention and the sentiment and whatnot. Yeah, no, I get it. Like it, that part wasn't nonsensical, but it was very, as Sean said, it was janky as hell. Like as, it just I, it, for me, that's just the fights in general. They're just not explained, so they're no. using all these air quote spells, but sure, we don't know how they're using them beyond they say some words and stuff happens and that stuff hurts. you may or and may yeah. not see yeah just, the, it, i think the idea yeah. is to have combat without limitations as it were so you're not defined by a strict set of rules of like oh this bankai can only be used for until these pedals explode it's yeah it's definitely don't get me wrong i'm i've no problem with the idea that there's a magic system in which you can do basically anything mm -hmm. yeah the problem is they don't explain this system in any way. It's just there's magic, stuff happens because magic, and it's like no, say, no. Say words, maybe when they even yeah, do yeah, the. Thing, they don't. They don't explain like. Obviously, we can assume the words make the spell, but we don't know how that infers the power of the spell or what the limitations are on like. You you say like for example in one chapter because he's fighting alone he's at half power but actually. What does that even mean in the context of these fights? Because we have no context for power level or anything. It's just they also have this horrible habit of just throwing in random fucking rules to them, just as they feel like it. Uh, we find out that they fight in special zones, like they like they do in back in when we reviewed the gamer. They're like these special yeah. pocket dimensions. But yeah. then they say something to the effect of, "I can't retreat because I started it." And it's like, what? Who's, yes. When did we establish this? What, who cares? Like, if you turned it on, can't you just turn it off? No, because you've declared the fight. I think. Yeah, but is. they both do it. They both. <laughs> one says, "We'll make this zone," and one says, "I will also make this zone." It's like, just stop. It's, yeah, it's like <laughs> we should fight, and the other's like, "Yeah, we should totally fight." And it's like, <laughs> it's, it's it's like weird bat zone or something. The way they do it, They're like, oh, I detect him with my spider sense, and I initiate combat. <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah. never explained. It's just like, yeah, we've we've got. They, the fighters can censor the fighters, I guess. I don't know. Sure, but again, it's not explained. You're assuming that. Yeah, that's that's the thing. A lot of this, you have to kind of guess as you go along. But, okay, <laughs> I think that's what's happening, Ugh. and I don't remember that getting better as it went on. <laughs> it it certainly didn't get better in the two volumes we read. Yeah, I was gonna say. So I've read. So for people wondering why I picked this one. Uh, many moons ago, about five or six years ago, I bought the first eight volumes of this off a friend for 20 quid uh, because it's cheap manga. I mean, I like reading manga. 20 volumes for eight quid? That's a bargain. It's like £2.50 a book. That uh, was a you, mistake. You, sir, got ripped off for £40. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I like reading manga, so it was a good value. 
but yeah, it wasn't a fun read at so, any point. Fun is definitely not a word that describes this. It's not fun. For me, I think ditch the fights. Absolutely. Ditch Sobe. Okay. You're not left with much. I know you're not. Make, <laughs> ditch Sobe, ditch Richika, <laughs> ditch the whole manga, go yeah. home. <laughs> just, just, just have it as like a love story between like Ritsuka and Yuriko, Yuiko, even. There's no R. Um, or another or another boy. Like that's fine. Yeah, too. well the, this is the thing, there is another boy who's kind of there, but again, the, though, that, that's the one who crushes on Yuriko, but yeah, again, has yeah. very little impact on anything. But I thing, don't even know who you're talking about. The, there's another the, guy who's the, like, the guy who's like, You're short, Ritzka, and Ritzka's like, You're the same height as me. What are you what are you talking yeah. about? Oh that guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, they were not, a character. Mr. Not important at all. That was one little thing I liked about Yuko, just because you never really see this, as far as I can call in manga. But she's tall, like she's yes. way taller. Yeah, she's really tall. And you never see like a relationship where the female is the tall dominant. Like she's well, not dominant, yeah, but... when you have young kids around puberty age, the girls tend to be yes. taller. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're puberty age. Let let us not forget this, that. This is, the, this is the thing for me. <laughs> just make them like 15, 16. Standard manga age. Yep. Just make it a romance story between Ritsuka and Yuiko, and they can get married at first sight. No. Then... <laughs> yeah. Why not? But like, you, I feel like you could still have a really interesting romance story in this world where you've got the cat ears that you lose when you lose your virginity. Sure. There could be some really interesting story there. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So you essentially you'd have the meat of the story be about the kid overcoming his abuse and like finding self worth. Hey, I'd, yeah, I'd read that. Yeah, it, it would be so much better if you just ditched the random fights and you ditched Sobe. Sure. I mean, I I also say you you could keep Sobe and do the almost <sighs> exact same story if the kid was a bit older. Yeah. This this thing. If if as I say for me. There is no reason you can't just say the kids are 15, 16. Yeah, I, I because agree. Because they yeah. actually, uh, Ritzka and Yuiko, the only two kids of any real note. Mm-hmm. Obviously, yes. Ritzka being the main character and Yuiko being the. Um, to say love interest is a bit generous at this point. Lead female. She, sure. The thing is, she is most definitely going to be the love interest, I think. But, well, no, that's so big. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, can you have a love interest with an abuser? But the the point is, like, there's there's no reason they can't be sixteen. They look sixteen, the way they're drawn, and it it would just take a huge creep factor off of this manga. Like, it would still be a bit creepy, but it would be nowhere near as bad. Yeah, because even if for just a moment you take away the creep factor, just a moment, let's pretend. This is completely not creepy, legal, etc. It's just not a very good story. <laughs> like the story itself is a mishmash of different ideas, which none of which come together to make a substantial plot. You have him coming overcoming his abuse. Okay, that's a cool idea. Run with that. They don't. They have these magical fights with uh, a person who deals damage and a person who takes damage. Okay, run with that. They don't. You have all of the things around the ears and losing of innocence and trying to figure out how that should be done in this world and what the stigma is for not doing it or doing it. They have all that. They could run with it. 
They don't. They don't run with any one of these things. And normally when you have a story that's that fragmented, you want to try and pull it together to make the whole thing one giant overarching plot. But it never even tries. It doesn't no. do it. it. Just These things exist in a vacuum separate to each other. And they're just there. And each time you look at any one of them, you just can't help but think, even if this wasn't creepy, why the fuck would I care? And yeah. I, I know the one person, the one, the one market for this, the one person who would love reading this, and that is everyone who is into, like, and I mean like really into the whole boy love manga thing. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I don't like to say yaoi because that implies porn. This is not porn. Is, you could have yaoi uh, without this, porn. This is, uh, they call this shonen eye. Yeah, like, I, I, I want to be clear, because we haven't actually said this yet. It's not porn. There is no pornographic material in this, depending on your definition with kissing or whatever. But, yeah, there's... <laughs> I'm, whatever. Sure. <laughs> Point is... Mike, no, you can kiss. People can kiss. It's not, sure. it's not illicit. You're allowed to kiss. I'm just covering my bases here. <laughs> but yeah, it's, there's no pornographic content in this. So there is at no point, at least in what we read, where this child has sex with this adult. No, and that doesn't happen in the remaining volumes that I've read. Good. <laughs> and so, nor should it. No, 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 nor should it. But no. I can't speak for like, I haven't read volume no, nine. I, months, I so I can't speak for those. Yeah. And... If they wanted to tell this story, like Lolita is a story which has, it's a classic for a reason. Like it has a point to tell. And if that's the kind of thing they wanted to tell, fine. But don't dress it up like this. It needs to be taken way more seriously. The only people who are going to like this are the people who can get really into the cute boys kissing thing. Like that's the only thing they're there for. Because if you can take out everything else, ultimately that's the only thing this manga does even slightly decently. It's just, it's not worth a read. It's really not. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, in, I'm in agreement. This is not, as I say, even like when I was reading it way back then, I could tell this was probably one of the worst manga that I'd bought and read. And it's like, just, just no. And I mean, heck, in these first two volumes we read, Nothing really happens, really. Like nothing happens. It, you feel like stuff's happening because there's fights, and they discover a code, and you learn about characters. But nothing, nothing's actually happened. Like they've not yep. really taken a step from where you started off from. He's no closer to finding out what happened to his brother, realistically. Because you still don't know what the fuck's going on with the fights. You. Because there's like, it's the Seven end. Moons, but then there's another group, like, I can't remember what they were, the Nanat Nasuki or something, which at first the I was like, moons. is that, oh, is that actually something, because I looked that yeah, up and it didn't moons. translate it. That, that's moons. Seven Moons, but they didn't translate it for some reason. <laughs> Great, okay, because I thought it might be, but then I looked it up and was like, no, it's different. Yeah, okay. they, they don't have any foundation for a story. They haven't got anything, they haven't set the rules of their universe, so they haven't got anything to build on from that. Even in the, the, the manga that we love to mention and shit on, although this, this is actually in the anime because it's the, one, the filler arc uh, of Bleach, the, in the bound arc of that, they have similar sort of powers where they have a person who has a, I can't remember, they're called a golem or something. A, a doll, that was it. They're like a yes. puppet thing. Where it's yeah. like um, 
they have one who does the fighting and the other who's the squishy person behind them who commands them. They set the rules for that really quickly. And as a result of that, you're like, cool, I understand this. I'm on board. Oh, as on board as you can be with that arc. They don't do that in this whatsoever with anything. You don't have any established rules of the universe. So how could you build plot? You can't build plot on a foundation which doesn't exist. You know what happens when you build a house on no foundation? It falls over. That's what this plot did. It's, uh, it's frustrating to read. So frustrating. And it makes me sad. Like, this whole thing made me sad. <laughs> because it plays with these ideas and then doesn't do anything with them. Like, hey, look at this sad thing. Cool. Here's another sad thing. Alrighty then. Here's a fight. You don't care. Sad thing. Like, oh, this whole thing was depressing. <laughs> it really was. Yeah, it's, oh. a lot of, it's a lot of cool ideas that are half-baked at best and never fully... I don't even know if I'd go as far as a lot of cool ideas. It's I a think lot there's, of ideas. A there's a bunch of ideas, and I, I do th think there is definitely a bunch of ideas. <laughs> when Mike was going through them earlier, there's a lot of interesting ideas that, in isolation or with development, would work. I say for me, yeah, but I say the thing for me is you're talking like some sort of weird fighting system. Like, <laughs> yeah, sure, maybe if you fleshed it out and actually made it have some rules, that could be cool. But then you're looking more towards like the shonen fight i guess you you could still do it in a this sort of manga but you'd have to change the dynamics a lot i think and then there is still the thing with the cat ears and romance i think you could also lean into i think the problem is they've got two very different genres going on and they're trying to mash them together and Which they're I, not doing either well i would like to point out you could do that absolutely you could do that and that comes into my overarching theory as to what could actually be happening here i was gonna say well we're we're getting we're getting near the end now i feel we've all said a lot so do you want to do you want to get into that mike sure i'll, I'll happily explain this because here's the thing if once i thought of this and i looked at it from a completely different perspective to what the manga actually shows you like take the same story but think about it in a different way i actually enjoyed the story a lot more and like actually enjoyed it rather than looking at it and just being sad so what I think is actually happening here, or what I choose to believe is happening, is uh, this child comes from a, not as so much a broken home, but a home with a difficult lifestyle. He's just a regular-ass kid. Ignore the cat and stuff. Regular-ass kid, difficult home life, um, in mentally unstable mother, father who's clearly stressed to the point where he is going to leave, and the only th person pinning him down and keeping him grounded is his surprisingly capable brother who's stepped up to, uh, to, to really run the family in a way that no one else can. Then, one day, completely out of anyone's control, the brother is horrifically murdered. And this actually does come in the story, as he says, because yeah. uh, one of them is reading a news article about how the, how the brother dies, is he was burnt to a crisp and then redressed in school clothes and put back at his desk in a classroom or put back at his brother's desk in a classroom yes and hence his seat didn't they yeah so clearly this whole thing is staged and disgusting and you know that's going to affect a kid that's going to affect a kid a lot and when you couple it with the fact that his mother is clearly unstable and schizophrenia has a genetic component i think this kid has gone through somewhat of a psychotic break because of this which honestly even though that's an easy out 
it's very understandable in the situation when you look at the evidence. The death of his brother caused the father to leave. He lost his support system. The uh, mentally unstable mother goes fully over the edge and then can no longer recognize people because she's in full, uh, full delirium from this. And so she gets to the point where she just straight up attacks the child. So he's got an abusive life. So he retreats into childlike fantasies of um, being able to see someone's purity right there on their skin with the ears and such. And he can see the good in people just straight up on their faces. He finds a reason for being beaten up all the time in these fantastical fights. And he, he crafts this, this savior character, this imaginary savior character that comes to help him out and love him the way he's no longer loved because his brother is now gone. He's looking for a surrogate to love and he creates one from his mind along with creating all of the, uh, the fights and the so-called intrigue and this potential way of putting together these cryptic clues in order to find out who killed his brother. He's doing this to protect himself from the reality of the situation that he is divorcing himself from reality and he needs to find a way to cope. This is why nothing is explained very well because it's a child's mind just constructing it on the fly. This is why all the clues he's allowed to get doesn't really help because, again, he can't just pull actual clues out of his, out of his mind. He needs to make it up to fill in the gaps. He needs to find meaning in his new life. So he creates one with this character, this, this beautiful man who is helping him and supporting him. And even though he doesn't want to give in to this support, he's finding a way to trust this made-up character. So many people in this don't interact with Sobi to the point of you could honestly make the argument that he's not really there. And the times when he does interact with people, you, you know, it's only ever with like one person at a time. So you could also make the argument that none of that is happening. You can make the argument that this is all imaginary. The cat is, the cattails don't exist. The magic doesn't exist. It's all a product of this child's mind and his inability to cope with his brother's savage murder and then posing in a very personal way. And if you look at it from that point of view, look at it like that, this whole thing makes so much more sense. Like all of it. You can explain all of it by the psychotic breakthrough. You can explain every single part of it because yes, it makes sense in the mind of a child, a deluded mind of a child, yes, but the mind of a child all the same. And I actually enjoyed reading it from that point of view. I enjoyed reading it from a point of view of it's a kid trying to deal with his daily abuse and his trauma. That would be a compelling story. I don't think that was the intention, but that's the way I choose to enjoy this because it's way better than what we were actually given. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you want to hire Mike to do your story writing, he's available. Oh, I could do uh, way better than half these people. <laughs> <laughs> Hot damn. <laughs> Most of the stuff we've read has been absolute garbage to the point I would go, okay, fix these six things. Done. Next. <laughs> so uh, it's your career as a manga editor set. <sighs> I mean, do you guys like the story I wove more than the one it gave you? I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah. But I don't it like the story. It's it a low bar, I know, but still. You did the one thing the uh, actual story did, which was explain shit. Mm hmm. Well, that's the thing. With this kind of story, if it wrote the way I wrote it, you literally wouldn't have to change a damn thing. And then somewhere down the line, you just have him like suddenly snap to in a doctor's office and being like, wait, I don't have ears. I don't have a tail. 
what's going on here and then snap back to the story they want to tell and then it's like oh hang on a minute there's a reason for this that's all you need to do one like one panel one page maybe that's it and then it goes back to being this weird fucking thing and it's suddenly better like everything becomes better if it's just all in his mind everything including all the creepy grooming shit because he believes that's how adult relationships are supposed to be because he's a kid the the big thing for me is sort of what you were saying there does kind of almost highlight perhaps what's actually happening in the manga with Ritzker and Sobe, which is Ritzker seeing him as a surrogate. Absolutely. Or yeah. his brother in some way. This is why what I said makes so much sense, but it's I don't think it's what they were trying to do. No. Because they're not trying for familial love, they're trying for they want to bang. Yeah, absolutely. Ugh. It it's like when I explain that, are you guys even sadder now that that's not the story you got? Not really, but that would imply not particularly bad enough. Because yeah, I that's this is one of the reasons why I get so mad at all these things, and I go on these rants during the, these podcasts is because I legit do care about these characters. I care about everything we read, and it's like whenever we get you cared about the gamer. No, I I did, and here's the thing. When we get to a point where the story reveals, oh, it's a heaping pile of steaming hot garbage shit, that's the point where I'm like, oh, this is insulting now. You've insulted me by not providing the experience which I deserve for being, for trying to be relatable and trying to get into your world. You've, you've brought me here with lies and I hate it. That's why I get mad. That, and I feel like the whole thing becomes a waste of my time and it's breath I'm not going to get back. But besides that, it's that's why I get mad at it. And I'm hoping the the idea that I had about this story kind of shows that. Like I do care. I'm not doing this show because I hate it. I'm doing it because I know manga can be better. Indeed, indeed it can. But uh not on this not, show, buddy. Yeah, not on this one this manga. Like they would have to do a huge 180 to try and make this thing. You better. had your lifeline, it was last episode and you hated it. So um <laughs> Oh, I did hate it. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I hated that more, much. Mike? Did you hate that or this more? I, I, I think I hated that more, but that's only because... Wow. No, no, no. This is terrible. This is absolute shit. Last week we had problems, but I wouldn't say it was absolute shit. Like, the reason why I like this more is because I managed to find meaning in it from my right. own point of view. If I didn't have that, this would probably be the worst thing we've read. See, Mike can envision a universe where this makes sense, but he can't yes. envision one where people fall in love at first sight and get married. <laughs> not the way they presented it, no. <laughs> what do you mean? No? Okay, no. That was last time. We're not, we're not doing this again. <laughs> okay, so I feel like that pretty much sums up most of what I you wanted to say. Phil, did you have any other comments you wanted to make before we uh, move to the conclusions? Not really. I mean... I've said my piece. I think they they should pick one genre and stick to it rather than trying to mash too horribly. Sure, that's, that's fair. So, uh, Phil, I uh, <laughs> I get to ask you this one for once. Would you read more of nah. Loveless or nah. re reread it? Nah, I'm good. That's that's fair. As as I mentioned earlier on, I have read the first eight volumes. I don't recall what happens in three to eight exactly. Just rough memories. So I've, I've also read them. I also don't remember. Yeah, and uh, I don't. 
I don't feel like I don't feel like I need to indulge that. I don't feel like I need to go on a trip down memory lane. I feel like those will sit at home in my wall of manga forever, never touched again. Fair. Just, yeah, I've just that. I this was it was such a drag and such a chore to yeah. read through this one compared to some of the other stuff. Like, I mean, we'll go back um, episode eight. We did Granblow, and I got furious about that. I said very nasty things to Phil about that one. You sure but, did. Uh, and I stand by them. But uh, <laughs> the point was that that made me like mad. This just I, apathy at this. I just, it was a struggle. It was a chore. I couldn't even like go, right, I'm going to knuckle down and plow through it because every single page was like, uh. One thing we don't mention is the chapter lengths very wildly in this for some reason. Yeah. And it a bit meant, on the longer side, but yeah, yeah, some were like fifty pages and then some were like twenty. And every twenty chapter every twenty page chapter was a joy because that was less of this I had to read. <laughs> so I knew I could blast through that quicker. So yeah, it's it's not the I don't think it's the worst thing I've ever read. I don't know if I'd have said that before we started recording this show. But uh yeah, it's it was the hardest to just get through and read all of them, play through, especially because I read them through a couple of times for like once to just read it and invest myself in it, a second to make notes, and then a third one when I'm doing pictures for social. And it's just, ah, oh, this is just, uh, hmm. I mean, all I'm saying is, I, I, uh, jumped in to record this and I still had three, four chapters to read. Yep. Before we started recording. I don't think those chapters made any difference whatsoever. Oh no, the last like three or four chapters have no bearing on. Like they they change exactly nothing of my. All they do realistically oh. is introduce a zero who are the final fight people who are the psychotic twins. Yes, they they introduce the next set of fighters, which again. The point is they're around a lot longer, if I remember. Uh, fair enough. So they hang around a lot, and they might be like the villains that turn good or like support them in the end i can't exactly remember i just remember they're in it a lot more sure. than a lot of them mm. but uh yeah and the weird thing was because now i looked it up and was like well maybe this was like their first work but no apparently um young Koga had been doing work for like 15 years before this which was stunning and then when i was looking at the other stuff they'd done like akuma no riddle and i was like ah yeah that show where they're same-sex couples and one's a pacifist and one's an ultra strong fighter Oh god, it's the same thing. <laughs> Except the Kumura Riddle is better question mark. It's not good, but it doesn't have a lot of this rapey themes of abuse. Like they're all the same age, for example, in that one. That's right. That that makes it a lot better. Yeah. And that kind of piggybacks a lot more off like the battle royale tropes of like they're all school kids locked in this school in a fight to the death, as it were, kind of thing. Right. Except it's couples instead of individuals. So as I say, it's it's a bit better, but when I thought about it a lot, I was like, this has a lot of the same themes. How did I never pick up on this? It's, <laughs> it's a pretty similar story. Because you blanked Loveless from your memory. Pretty much. I blanked <laughs> I it out. You. And now that I've opened it up, I'm going to do everything in my power to shut it back in the hole and <laughs> never and never think about this again. Alcohol. Like, oof, All tempting. The alcohol. Tempting. Well, I, I couldn't get bevved up during this like you have been, Mike. So, uh, <laughs> As, do you want to? I mean, I know you've pretty much said your take, Mike. But do you want to? Do you have any like closing thoughts you want to give on this? Yeah, I'm. I'm not particularly subtle with my thoughts. Um, okay, so no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I will. I will make a deal with you two and the internet at large. I'm not reading more. No, no, no. Hit, just hear me out. Hear me out. So, just and I want this on the record that if somebody at some point can either tweet 
me or the Trash Manga cast Twitter and say with proof that it actually is down the line some the thing I said, I will read every issue of this thing. Every single one. I will read it if the story that I came up with is even close to what they actually go with. And it's on hiatus right now, I believe. I believe it's yes. on hiatus for a while. But if it's it comes back, yeah, if it comes back and that's that that's the shtick, then I'm I'm down to read it. I'll I'll suffer through the bad bits to get to the good. But in its current form, fuck no. Phil, we need to go find you need to go find young Koga. <laughs> I make this happen. Uh I'm actually just uh wondering. This must sell or rate quite well considering yes. the fact it's still running despite the numerous hiatuses. Put it like this, I looked up like people's opinions on this and they were almost all positive. Uh, I was just staring at this like So I, I suppose the thing the thing for me that. is all of us we are not into the boy love genre as far as we are as not the target audience. We we are I, I can't speak for you guys, but I don't think that's I'll, your... I'll, I can... I'll read anything if it's good. Sure, sure. Fair enough. But the point is, it's not your preferred genre, I suppose. It's not what I would go for on, if I saw everything on a shelf, no. Yes. It's not, yeah, no. Same, I don't read a lot of Yaoi or Yori. Yeah, so, so my thinking is, I suspect this has a lot of the things that people who like that gen- uh, genre like. Mm. They, they like that sort of... Sh- I'm going to say strange rather than creepy here. Strange <laughs> sure. power dynamic between Sobe and. I mean, Rick. this is how a lot of, as I mentioned earlier, this is how a lot of BL manga is in Japan. Yeah, you, you that do have that, that age difference. I think it's perhaps a little more extreme. But as I say, because his age doesn't necessarily come up that much, I don't think it's that much of an issue for a lot of people who would like this manga. Mm-hmm. And as I said, in my opinion, you could quite easily just scratch out his actual age and write in 16 and it wouldn't affect anything as far as I can tell at least not what we've read Yeah, it's like what we've said a lot of times any individual component of this you could wholesale lift it out and the story what we're given would not be affected at all but, And I think probably if you like the boy love <laughs> yeah. shonen I genre if that's what you're going for and you lift that part out, you'll be pretty disappointed. I agree, but I'm just <laughs> no, talking about I'm an just, actual I'm plot. Just, yeah, I'm just saying, actually, because it is aimed primarily at the uh, adult women mm-hmm. demographic, it is a Jose manga mm-hmm. uh, with the boy love genre as one of the genres. I, I, We are very much not the target audience here. Definitely not. And I can see a lot of this falls into what people who like that kind of thing do like. Just sort of that, like, oh, he's a dreamy older man, come to sweep me off my feet, except I'm a 12-year-old boy with cat ears. fucking know. Is what we're saying, that we need to get your significant others to read this, and then we'll do a follow-up. <laughs> I, now... That could be a new section at the end of each of the podcasts. Like, (laughs) would you read it? Would you buy it? Would you force your significant other to read it? (laughs) Now, I'm going to say, I I don't know what she would make this. I admittedly don't know if she's a massive fan of the boil of genre. I don't believe so. But then again, she likes Haikyuu, so maybe. 
I'm pretty sure I've spoke to them in the past about visual novels, which a boy love. But uh... I'm sure. Anyway, that's 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 going a bit off topic. <laughs> Very off topic. But so so yeah, TLDR. None of us are going to read more of this. Oh God! No. Like, unless unless is it unless it turns out to be Mike's crackpot theory. Um, unless if you can provide proof, I'm down. Like I absolutely. You know so, what? Yeah. I'll I'll join you on that, Mike. Sure. Um, I'm I down. I am generally just down to read <laughs> Sean, more manga. Yeah, Sean's the smart one here. <laughs> I've got I've got enough manga to read. I don't need I don't need to reread Loveless and go through that torture again. <laughs> got enough manga to read. <laughs> yes. Yes. Come back I, when you're at triple digits. I, I read good manga, Phil. I don't so do I, I don't read I I mean if this uh... is an example. <laughs> I'm not no, I doubt I that. I read claim. this because it was cheap. That's why I read this. I didn't uh, go out of my way to go much. loveless. Hell yeah. It's only cheap. I'm pretty mm. sure I remember a conversation when you bought this was pretty much wait, you really want to buy this? It's awful. And you were just like, yeah. It's, it's 20 quid. <laughs> you're being warned off from buying it by multiple people. I like owning the buying... person who was trying to sell it. <laughs> I like owning manga. What can I say? Which is fine, but oh, this is the it cheapest. Says something. You'll get it. Yeah. I, yeah. It, yeah. It, it's crap. It's yeah, crap. No. Yeah. Like, it's crap. That's what we can leave you with. It's crap. Yeah. But uh, I'll tell you what isn't crap. Uh, Mike's Twitch streams. Where can they find you, boy? Oh, great segue, buddy. You can find me at twitch.tv slash berserkra, B-E-R-S-E-K-R-E-R, and you can tweet at me at the same same name, same doobly-doo. And I I promise there will be much less talk of boy love. Oh. I mean, well, that's what you're into. Huh? <laughs> Phil, if they must, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me on the Twitters, I guess. Phenaxian, P-H-E-N-A-X-K-I-A-N. Yeah. The link will be in the doobly-doo. In the it doobly. will indeed. Alongside me, I'm at Slazo King, S-L-A-Z-O-K-I-N-G. Or you can follow the podcast as a whole, at Trash Manga Cast, on Twitter, where there's daily tweets about either the latest episodes or me mocking other series which sound interesting and by interesting i mean trash it's literally a series that has trash in the title i feel robbed uh i mean i saw that one i read that one i was like we could make this one of the episodes of course of course i'm not not surprised this one and uh you can listen to this podcast on all major podcasting services we're on apple we're on spotify we're on google we're on stitcher we're on TuneIn. make sure to give us a like give us a comment subscribe follow Review us five stars, please. Uh, I might accept four if you're if you're offering. Be nice, but but five five's the preferred. And uh, tell your friends if you haven't already. If they're into manga, why not? I mean, I'm, who doesn't love to hear three people go insane for an hour and a half <laughs> each fortnight over terrible, terrible manga? Unless you love Loveless, in which case. In which case, you can listen and just be like, oh my god, how can you not get the deep subtleties of uh, Sobe's character? Yeah, that's, tell us why we're wrong. That's what all the reviews say. As I say, tweet us, comment, let us know. Let us know what you thought about Loveless. And uh, make sure you come back in a fortnight when, Phil, what will we be doing in a fortnight? Uh, in a fortnight, we might be wishing we were this man, as our main character finds himself on a strange island with no memory of how he got there, or anything beforehand, much like we might want to do right now to forget this manga. <laughs>
can say like sign me up so uh i can't wait to be there and we'll see all you in two weeks on that nice little island until then bye bye everybody Aye.